So, am I not much, much better to look at now? It looks like you're wearing a mop. How Your hair's grown so quickly in the last few weeks. My hair has grown a hell of a lot, actually. Yes, you are quite right. I've got to quaff it. I need to sort of do the start and do this with it and get like a thing going on. This is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is Sheer Isolation. I am John Ponting in Cricklade and Kieran is in Trowbridge in front of a rather impressive piece of artwork. It's an original Sam Lindup. Sam Lindup is a uh, visual artist from Trowbridge. He's a magnificent human being. And, and the fact you've got a new camera as well, it makes everything look so much clearer. It's a built-in camera, John. It's, it's, this is a Dell. I, I really like Dell laptops. I've never had a problem with Dells. And this is like literally i7 processor and has 16 gigabytes of RAM. I thought, I'm not messing around. We're going to get the big stuff. That's eight gigabytes more than I've ever had in any other laptop ever. Wow. The purpose of this show is to highlight and promote the local music and art scene across the west of England. And we're going to play a couple of tunes and we always have a guest on. I've been looking forward to this guest for about two years. Somebody we've <laughs> always wanted to talk to, but we've never got around to it. It's Kieran himself. We're going to chat to Kieran <laughs> in this episode about who he is and what he does. And the, the timing on this has been chosen purposefully because there's lots going on. So I can get to talk all about myself. Let's start off with our usual question. Have you been to any gigs in the last week or so? I have, John. In fact, I've been to two. So I went to Frank Turner at the uh, O2 Academy in Bristol. And then on Tuesday, just that was last Thursday, and Tuesday just gone, I went to Cave In at the Exchange in Bristol. And there was a common theme between these two shows in the sense that neither of them were too loud. And I don't know how many big gigs you've been to recently, John, but I've been going to big gigs for many years, as much as I loathed massive gigs or even just anything over 500 cap really but they all tend to be too loud like you need to wear plugs you wear plugs it sounds great you take your plugs out and it's everything's so loud you can't really hear anything and it's all a bit uh, both gigs were a really good volume you know i could i can stand next to the person I'm, I'm with i can say oh did you see that that was great and they can hear me and we're not having to shout at each other and afterwards your ears don't ring and you can hear every element of the sound and it's I don't know if it's a new trend, but um, I'm loving the quieter gigs. Gigs are certainly getting quieter. I'm going to blame health and safety for this and have it setting <laughs> decibel levels, in, in which I'm sure you're well aware of. And I'm sure you've got one of those funky microphones that measures your decibel levels. And obviously there's a happy medium. And, it all, you know, there is always you do need to be loud to get the, the power and, and, and the message and the, the vibe. But it doesn't need to be so loud you can't hear things. So there definitely is a good way of, of balancing it. Shall we... Uh crack on with with the first track i've got I've picked you picked a track. track this week haven't you john makes a change doesn't it yeah i've gone with a new tune by billy no mates now she is uh, bristol based i've heard her on the radio a fair bit and i've also seen her live she was at the forwards festival this year and billy no mates by name billy no mates by nature the stage was completely blacked out no backing no equipment it was her and a little box with a laptop on it uh just playing wow. her tracks singing dancing the the how brave must you be to be on a massive stage just by yourself, purposefully blacked out stage, dancing and that, singing to your songs for like 40 odd minutes? That's impressive. Oh. She's just done Later of Jules Holland, John, and the video they shared online has already racked up 12,000 views in four days. I mean, that's impressive. She's definitely going places. So uh, the, the one I've got, I don't know if it's a track you're looking at there, Karen, I was going to play Balance is Gone, which is her new one. Balance is Gone is on there. I'm looking forward to this. It looks a psychedelic clown. If you're, if you're afraid of clowns, don't watch it. My inner pieces broken into five 
that track is Billy No Mates. It's called Balance Is Gone. Uh, the album is called Cacti, uh, which is uh, is out now. As I say, she, she's been on Jules Holland, as you, you mentioned. She's been on the radio. Yeah. She is uh, she is in Bristol. I think she lives in Totterdown or that area of Bristol. So she's uh, she she classifies as a local act as far as I'm concerned. That's why she's getting played cool. on the show. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I wonder if she's too big for us now. Come playing in, in Trowbridge. You can always drop her a line, can't you? I can always drop her a line. I look her up. Um, have you got any product placement this week, Karen? I do. Wait there. Wait there. Oh, this is so exciting. I have the brand new album from American uh, Metalers, Haven. So they played in Bristol, as I said earlier. And I literally, I've been trying to order this record via Sound Knowledge in Marlborough, like my favourite record shop. And they just haven't been able to get it in or they've just not responded to my messages. But it's come out on this gorgeous deep blue vinyl. Um, I haven't actually listened to this record yet on vinyl. I've just been streaming it. (laughs) But I gave in, John. I finally got Spotify. Can you believe that? That looks like a substantial bit of packaging that that bit of vinyl's in. It is. is, You know what? The the classic, in my opinion, the classic way to release a record, right, is gatefold sleeve, single vinyl. But this is gatefold sleeve, double vinyl. I am not a huge fan of double vinyl. For starters, it's twice the price to the consumer. Um, A lot of people say, oh, you know, the thicker grooves, you can get bassier sounds. I don't believe any of that. I'm not entirely sure that it's true. But anyway, if they would like to repress it on a single vinyl, I'll trade you. And what, what kind of uh, sound is that? that they're, they're metal bands. Uh, I say metal, that's a really generous term because I got into them when they weren't doing metal and then they progressively got heavier again and I still like them. It is metal, I guess, but I, I don't, it's not, it's just space rock, really. Space rock. If you're into Hawkwind, then you'd probably quite like Cave-In. Space rock, I just went to the completely wrong end of uh, the terminology of what space rock is. And I was like, oh yeah, space rock, meteors and stuff. That's where my brain's going today. I don't know why. Fair enough. <laughs> this point of oh. the show is where we'd like to talk to our guest of the week. And uh, this week, I'm very happy that I just get to talk to Kieran because in all 111 episodes, we've never actually sat down and properly had a chat to you, Kieran. Some of the stuff I'm going to say, people already know. So, but nevertheless, we'll do it. We'll go. We'll get it down in video format so that when I die, people can press play and look back at my goofy face talking. So <laughs> let's do it. Which was the whole reason we set this up in the first place, wasn't it? <laughs> what brought you into music? Were you already into music from college? I was into music, um, but at, in sort of 2000, I had my son. So, or he was in gestation. He was born in 2001. So actually, I wasn't able to immediately follow my love of music into music didn't actually get into doing live events until 2004 and um, I was working as a postman as a postman and so the, one of the things you know you do you get up early you finish your round you go home you got the rest of the day free and I was working with a guy called a guy called Carl so if you're into your early noughties metal in Wiltshire especially over in Trowbridge at Terry's and all those kind of venues you will have known of a band called Minion Race and a guy called Carl who was the guitarist in Minion Race so Carl was a postie as well. And he said to me, Kieran, you should put on your own gig. You love music. I love music. You should put on your own gig. And I said, don't be ridiculous, mate. Don't be ridiculous. That's 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 just crazy. He said, no, no, seriously, do it. So we went to Light and Sound and Devisors and we saw Ian James. And I said to Ian, I've never done this before, but could you hire me a PA? He said, yeah, sure. That'd be like 150 quid for a PA for the night. I said, cheers, mate. 
Um, I went to previous guest, Pete Lamb, and I said, hi, Pete. Pete didn't know me from Adam. I said, hi, Pete. Could I borrow some microphones, please? He said, here you go, mate. Here's two SM58s. So thank you. And then I went to Devices Football Club down Nursey Road, and I said to the the owner there, who happened to be a, uh, the dad of, of a local lad who's in a band, I said, look, can I use the venue? And he said, of course you can. Crack on. So we did our first gig. And I booked Minion Race and I booked a band called Quarter Blind, who also, if you're into your metal in that era, you'd have known Quarter Blinds because they were in Kerrang, etc. So we did this gig and 300 kids turned up. They all paid three quid each. But I still walked away with, I don't know, 700 quid in profit. Um, and I think at that first gig, I instantly was like, this is cool. I think I might like to do this again. So that's how I started. Um, and there was a guy called Matt Corbett who was at sixth form. We said to Matt, could you hand out some flyers, please, in sixth form for us? And we gave him these flyers and said, crack on, um, please, please do your best. And we literally had 300 of them. And it was just the best thing I ever did. It was just sensational. So that's how I got into it. Purely on a whim, purely sort of almost begrudgingly, like against my will. <laughs> uh, but, but it changed my life. Gigs later and 20 years on, you're still doing it and you still... Although, yeah, I suppose you, you've had some very impressive gigs, some very impressive names on there. You, you, you haven't grown to the point that you, you're working with A-lists every night. You, you're, you're still supporting the local acts and the local venues. I mean, in some ways, I never really chased it because you work at a certain level. Um, and, I, I, and a good example is when Frank Turner played the Forum. Like, there was so much to do with that show that was big show stresses and problems which i don't really enjoy what i really like is a venue with a roof on it ideally 500 cap sort of four 500 cap nice roof just people having a good time together and i think that's if you can get that right that's perfection and i'd like to think for for the best part of 20 years i've been getting that right and you've also got the consistency because as you say it's been 20 years you haven't moved away from the middle of wiltshire you know all the venues around there you know all the people you've got a rolodex full of literally decades of contacts that you can pull from. And you've you've really got a memory for bands and people who've been in bands and swap bands. I don't know how you remember it all. Well, I mean, it's you're absolutely right, the consistency thing, because that's it breeds people's own confidence and belief that they can do X, Y, Z. So we've had some amazing success stories um, that have come from our shows in Devizes. And that's not to say that we are responsible for that band's or that artist's success, but we played a part in the early days um, a really good example is Jed Elliott, who is in a band called The Struts. So he was in three or four really high profile pop punk bands from this area that used to sell out all the local venues left, right and centre. And they toured the UK, blah, blah, blah. And one day he got poached by The Struts to go play bass for them. And the rest is history. You know, he started dating a little mix. He now lives in America. He's now married to an actress. All came from playing the Bell by the Green and Devizes or the Corn Exchange and Devizes. Um, you know, that, that's the reality of it. Bite the Buffalo went and toured America and were a resident, had a week's residency at the Viper Rooms. Um, they now have released multiple successful albums and they play all the major festivals. You know, they're a great band. We had some DJs, Tim Smith and Luke Sutton, who went on to ha- in part form Crack Magazine. They had a session on Kiss FM. Um, all of these things happen as a direct result of what's going on in Devices. There was a YouTube star called Chip Daddy, who again, he then started Hey MTV contract and he was doing back, backstage interviews at festivals and doing interviews and so on with artists like it all came from this really productive time in our in our scene in our community so yeah and consistency plays a massive role in that as well as just putting on venues you, you've also been in charge of a fair few venues in your time and at the moment you've got the pump rooms in Trowbridge which I know you've been 
spend a lot of time renovating. And and before that, obviously, you've been doing stuff with Chippenham and Trowbridge Town Halls as well. You're moving on to to stuff in Bath as well. Where, where does it end? <laughs> so it ends when I move to Canada. Um, uh, my wife is currently looking at moving to Canada, and it is incredibly appealing. And so I think I've got a couple of years now to really um, achieve a few of my dreams, and then I'm going to disappear off, and you'll never see me again. Wow! Oh, that's an exclusive <laughs> there, isn't it? And where did the name Sheer Music come from? Uh, from a pair of tights. I saw this t- t-shirt or a pair of tights that said Sheer on them, and obviously I just thought of the concept of something that's sheer. Normally, it's like oh, the sheer size of something or the sheer scope of something. And I thought Sheer Music it kind of encompass- encompasses everything. And we, our first gig we did when we did the metal gig was called something like Wild Stallions from Bill and Ted. And we very quickly changed it to Sheer Music. And I remember this old, really old geezer in Devices at the Bar by the Green said, that's a good, strong name. You should keep that. I said, all right, then I will. And I have ever since. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm so glad that that answer has lived up to its expectations because I was worried about answer, asking that question. <laughs> okay, no, that was, that <laughs> was, that was, was, that was, that was a great answer. <laughs> But true you, story, absolutely again, true story. Going back to the consistency, you've kept with the sheer music brand. And although you're, you wouldn't clash yourself to be like a, a, a big, you're not in it as a business, the, the sheer music name is still there and it's ticking over and, you know, it's, it's making itself yeah. go. I mean, I, I can now, I'm in a point where I can go to agencies and say like sheer music and they'll know, they'll be aware of who we are, some more than others. I know a lot of these agencies have like a, a spreadsheet and it will say, you know, XYZ venues and XYZ artists and how many support fans they brought and and how many you know I know there are these lists and I know I'm on these lists and sometimes some of the gigs we do like we'll get get offered something and we'll give it a go and nobody will come and get like sell like 20 tickets you think oh and sometimes you'll sell sell out a show and it'll be really busy and so I've always taken risks I've never sat by and just done stuff that's like you can you can sort of follow the money and you can go right I'm going to put on a bunch of tribute bands and make a little stack of cash and then I know and invest but I don't do that I've only ever done original music that I've been passionate about um, so sometimes we're not high up on the list of priorities with some agencies simply because we uh, our gigs aren't necessarily always full, but they are always done for the right reasons because it's original music and with passion. So, yeah, you, you've got your your credentials. You've, you've got your kind of non-movement items, you know, that you're not going to put on anything because you you know the, the scene better than anybody else. You know which gigs will work and which ones don't. It's fine to have a little experiment now and then. But there are some things you can look at and you thought that would definitely never work in Wiltshire ever. Well, you say that I have done that before. I've gone that that will never work, but I'm going to do it anyway because I really want to give it a, a, a try. So a really good example of that would be um, we've got this. Um, I think he calls himself a twisted rave artist. He's um, he's an American chap from Portland, Oregon, and he goes by the name of Problems? Question mark. And he's done a concept album based on dogs. <laughs> and musically it's just insane but he's on tour in the uk he's desperately looking for some venues he, he's dead cheap i was like let's just have some fun and see what happens we get to just hang out with this american for the night he's big guy big beard big personality i think it could be fun so i'm taking an absolute risk even though i don't think it necessarily mass appeals but i think it would be fun so and that's ultimately what we're doing it for right what do you think is going to happen but before you move to canada and we never see you again what's going to happen between now and canada well, I've I've just got a new job, John. So this is not been it's kind of public, but it's not there's not been any official announcement as of yet. But um from November the twenty-eighth, I am the joint head tech of the comedia in Bath. So their current or their previous um head tech was a guy called 
Joe. Joe has left. He, Joe Noonan, he's gone to be a freelance tech full time. And they had a young lad called Levi and Levi had been doing it for three months and he, he knocked all expectations out of the park. And they said, look, Kieran, could we have, could we meet you face to face and in, in, in like show you to some of the team, etc." So yeah, that's fine. So I arranged to meet them on the Monday and then I had to cancel it. And so instead I said, look, guys, you're going to MVT, the Music Venue Trust Day on Tuesday. How about I meet you in London and we have a chat then during this event? So yeah, no worries. That's great. So I turn up to the MVT on Tuesday. I get there really early meet them they said let's go outside let's go chat out in the garden but yeah no worries we'll go outside and we're, we're stood around all these tombstones like chatting away and they say to me look here what we would really love is if you could do it joint job with levi how would you feel about that and just as i was about to say yeah that sounds great frank turner walks past on the phone he goes oh one minute kieran gives me a big hug um, i'm like all right frank how's it going yeah i'm gonna see you on stage in 10 minutes like chat 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 literally in the middle of this sort of interview anyway we sort of say happy catch up they say see you in a minute off he goes and then Adrian from Camila goes, who was that? And I said, that's, that's Frank Turner. He goes, what? No way. Frank, hello, Frank. <laughs> so I think that pretty much um, made them feel like they were going to a safe pair of hands. So and and how, yes. much, how much had you paid Frank Turner to do that? Um, I, I guilt tripped. I guilt tripped him because I was on his guest list on on the day on the week before for the Thursday before for um for for, for Bristol, and um I didn't get to see anyone. I unfortunately um I was very very sad about that. So I said oh, I'm really sorry I didn't get to see you, mate. But maybe I'll see you on Tuesday. And and then he happened to be there outside, and he just saw me and came over. <laughs> He's such a nice guy. You know, he gets a hard time from a lot of people, but he's very genuine and he never forgets anyone. He's very hard working, isn't he? Ace? Um, yeah. I know. Look, um, we're already out of time on this. We could easily talk for hours and hours and hours, but it does go quick, yes. doesn't it? Normally we get our guests to pick a particular track, but you pick tracks week on week on week on. So it's no different, really. So I'll just say to you, what, what's your track of the week, Ken? So the track of the week, it's one of my boys, one of my bros. It's a band that I love very much, a group of people that I love very much. And it's Nerve Endings. Um, they're from Swindon officially now. And this is their proper, for, they've got two videos. This is the one that's been had all the bells and whistles and, and time and effort and money thrown at it. And this is a song called Toxic and Other Love Stories. Um, and it's just a great video. Uh, filmed and produced by Claire Sutton, previous guest on the show. Talk in circles, let me read. 
that track is called nerve ending do you say the song is toxic and other other love stories correct big big rock riff number Mm, lovely job do you have any news you want to talk about Karen, this week i know you've already talked about your personal news any other news in the world yes so the village pump is applying for the future high street fund money available in trowbridge uh, with the intention of moving the pump from its current location into the town center so we're currently looking at whether that's possible um, and what it would look like and what it would be. Uh, so if we can achieve that, that would be really significant for Trowbridge. Um, and I think it's part of all the, the wonderful things that happen in Trowbridge. It really is an exciting town. So we're just trying to continue to grow, really. The pump itself is doing exceptionally well. We've got good turnouts, good appeal, uh, lots of interest. Um, and we've also got a group of people now that seem to be centered around it. Some of them are you know, getting life skills and developing. Some of them are trainee techs or whatever. We've got a real community growing around it. And so it seems now is the correct time to grow it out of its current location. Great. Well, we look forward to it. Not guaranteed to happen, but... Yeah, well, good, good luck on the grant money. I mean, that these 
opportunities do pop up now and then. So you, you've got to try it when, when the money's available, haven't you? Because as, as we know, the money's not there that often at the moment. So if there is an opportunity, right. go, go for it. Um, a bit of news from over this part of the county. Although it's not 2023 yet, Mindy has already started to announce its headliners and its bands for, for next year. So nice. On the local level, they've got Gaz Brookfield and his band. And cool. on the national level, they've got EMF, uh, the band that did uh, You're Unbelievable. Yeah, because so, I wrote underneath, I wrote underneath um, Rich Swatton's post, I wrote, unbelievable, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Brilliant. It seems a bit early to be announcing next year's gigs. I bet the other festivals been doing that, Kieran, that you're aware of. 2000 Trees have announced their Wednesday lineup. So there is a bunch of artists on there worth checking out. Uh, we should probably wrap this up because uh, we're still running out of time on the Zoom and we've already been talking plenty. So um, nothing else. Absolutely pleasure, there? John. Thank you ever so much. Yeah, cool. Um, if anyone wants to find out more information, shareisolation at gmail.com or uh, uh, the website shareisolation.co.uk where you can find previous shows or go on to streaming services. Yes, Karen, thank you for joining me. It's been lovely Happy to see pleasure. you after a couple of weeks off. And I'll be seeing you very soon. We will do indeed. Yes, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we'll be back same time next week. Ciao. Ciao.